Hello, thank you for joining us. This is the Are You Writing podcast, the podcast where writing arts interns talk about all things writing. My name is Connor, and I'm the head intern for the writing arts department. I'm Tara, I'm another intern. And Marissa, I'm also an intern. And last week, we discussed writer's block. Um, and as a segue for that and a strategy to, to combat writer's block, we talked about some strategies um, some, some writing habits that we can do. So this week we're going to focus on writing strategies, writing habits that will help you produce more work, produce better work, and be a more consistent writer. So I guess we could start with that. We each had some readings that we did, and I'll include those articles in the show notes. Um, what were like some things that stood out to you guys about uh, some strategies that you saw. Okay, so I noticed, like, you know, we had some recurring themes throughout a couple of the articles, like making sure you take time to exercise, mm-hmm. you know, getting up mm-hmm. early in the morning or staying up late, like whatever works for you, but basically just, um, like, a lot of discipline, which mm-hmm. makes sense because there's no there's there's no way that you're going to keep a habit if you don't discipline yourself to do it. If you say, I'm going to eat a salad every day for lunch, and you eat a salad for two days, and then you stop, like, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So those were, you know... Those were the things that stood out to me just because they repeated themselves as opposed to being, um, like, individual to Mm -hmm. each of the articles. Mm -hmm. Um, And that undercurrent of discipline, I thought, was, like, the most important thing. Yeah. There was, in each of the articles that we read, that was the one thing. And I actually made that suggestion as well to uh, read the Integrity article. Which I, yeah. And and that was completely based around discipline. I, it's, it's formatted in a different way, approaching discipline as less of a commitment and more as like you literally are what you say you are. So if you say you're going to do this thing, like it makes you less of a person if you don't do it sort of thing. It's like a weird way of thinking of discipline, but that's why I wanted to recommend it to you guys because um, discipline is so necessary for keeping up certain habits. Um, I found it interesting in Matt's article, who we're missing right now, He's not, he, he wasn't able to make it to our podcast. Um, uh, one of his, uh, one of the points that that art author made was you actually don't have to write every single day. Mm-hmm. You just have to be consistent. And that was something that I found super interesting because none of the other articles um, mentioned that. They all said you need to write every single day. And that isn't realistic, I don't think. I think that for some of us, we can make that happen. But if you're consistent, there's a difference between consistent and uh, productive and overproductive and like working yourself to death, basically, <laughs> you know? I don't know, Tara, what did, what did you think? Yeah, um, something I thought that was really interesting that I hadn't really considered before about mm. writing every day was one of the articles mentioned a couple of different methods were like ways to write every day, whether it's like writing for 20 minutes and then taking a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like you don't necessarily have to sit down for three hours and write for three hours straight, which sometimes I like to do if I have the time. Uh-huh. But if I don't, um, I think it is smarter to like break it up and maybe like write throughout the day yeah. as you're going. Like just have a document open that you can write a few sentences on if you have a break between classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hadn't really considered that before. Do either of you keep a writing journal or like a like a like a daily journal that you write in 
No, no. I'm no. terrible with journals. I've been trying to do that since I was 10, and it doesn't get me anywhere. No, I can't either. Yeah, no, I've tried, and I can't. <laughs> and maybe that's not how we work, right? If, if um, writing about what happens during our day or keeping some type of log of that might not be the type of writing that calls us mm-hmm. and we're able to commit to. But um, maybe some type of creative writing, maybe some type of... Even... Um, what I found interesting in my article, it's it, I, I, maybe one of the other articles mentions it as well as reading is just so important for maintaining writing. Um, as long as you're, if you continue reading, then you'll keep feeding that part of your brain that wants to write. It can, you kind of need to read if you want to write. Yeah, I definitely I have to agree with that because I've had less and less time to read as I've mm. gotten from you know. Um, my freshman semester to what's coming up on my senior year like less and less time every semester yeah. I have other things that are filling up I have to think about you know where I'm gonna work after that kind of a thing so there's like no time to I I miss like the time that I had to sit down and just read like the Lord of the Rings in a whole weekend mm-hmm. like I used to be able to do that and now I can't but yeah I do notice like especially I remember um, after last semester when they like drilled into us in all of my writing classes, you know, how to read like a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I I started going back, like I reread a couple of things, you know, over the break and whatever, and I started reading them like for how they were writing instead mm-hmm. of the material, and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. But like you can you can do both. Like you have to p- kind of put yourself in the mindset of like, okay, I'm just gonna read this for enjoyment, or I'm gonna read this as a writer. But either way, I think is very beneficial to writing mm-hmm. because either way you're absorbing things that you don't know how to do that maybe you'd like to try to do or maybe you've tried to do before and you want to get better at and either way it's going to help you Mm -hmm. is there any strategy that you read about that stood out and you were like ah this is the most important or one that you were like ah this is like already what I do and I totally agree with it to me the one that stood out the most was one that I think was in your article and mine Tara um it was a quote from one of the authors, I don't remember which one, about how she didn't just sit down to write every day. She measured her success by the amount of focused writing yeah. that she was doing. And to me, that's really important because like, you can write every day and it can be like little snippets because those are helpful because sometimes those snippets, that weird neighbor that you see sitting outside that you never see any other day could be like the protagonist of your next story. But it doesn't always happen that way. And especially like if you're in the middle of working on something that you have like a goal of completing, mm-hmm. then focused writing is going to be like a, a much better metric because writing is good. It's always good to practice your writing skills no matter how you're doing it, if you're writing a letter or whatever. But if you're writing and you're practicing your writing specifically in what you're working on right now, specifically in what you need to be focusing on to get done what you want to get done, like if you're working on a goal like that kind of thing, um, that was one that really stood out to me. And I was like, you know, that's a pretty good idea because all of them, all of the articles are like, write every day or don't write every day or write at 4 a.m. Like, you know, yeah, this Japanese yeah. author that everybody loves. You're but right. like, nobody's, we're not going to start waking up at 4 a.m. Like, especially not like as college students. If you, if somebody forced me to wake up at 4 a.m. as a college student, we'd have problems. <laughs> but if I can find time in my schedule, which is different literally every single day, to do some focused writing, right. like I right. think that would be more helpful. What would you, what would you guys qualify as, like focused writing? Like what kind of fits into that category? Do does it actually to you? Does it mean like actually pen to page writing, or is it just like sitting and thinking? 
I know for me, I'm learning so much right now in my core two class, which is a, a, a graduate class for research. And that has completely changed the way I thought of writing in terms of what actually is counts as quote unquote writing. Because if you're emerged in some type of world or some type of uh, writing, even if you're not producing anything, just, just being in that mindset, to me at least, is writing. Uh, that, like that focus is, is, is productive. And mm-hmm. I have to agree with Marissa that um, even if you're not getting, I think one of the worst things to qualify uh, like being successful is word count. I don't, I'm, I really disagree That's with that. That's not useful at all. Um, because you, I, to me, I think I can do so much more sitting for half an hour really thinking and scribbling out um, on half a page than trying to write 300 words every day. That mm-hmm. seems like an unuseful limit to me. It's the same concept as, like, you know, like teachers assign us, you know, a 2,000-word story or whatever for each of your classes, and that makes sense because we have a 15-week semester. There's only so much time that you have to work on that. But what I always find is that when I'm forced to write to a word count, I either end up going under or over it because either I don't have enough ideas to make a story that long or I have too many ideas that I wasn't able to fit into the 2000 and I need more time to expand the story to make it better and then to slash it all out so that it fits mm. down to that mm-hmm. which I think is kind of the same concept like you know you can write 300 or a thousand or however many words a day mm-hmm. but if they're not you know they can be words that you're never going to use but if they're not words that I don't know how I want to put this like if they're not words that are going to inspire you in any way or you feel like you weren't Mm. able to get all of your ideas out the way that you wanted to you know it's not as helpful Mm. yeah um I agree I don't think setting a goal for like a word count has ever been helpful for me (laughs) um setting goals in general yes like um when I'm writing a chapter or whatever I'm writing I like to set a goal to where I want to get in the story rather than like a word Mm. count or a page count okay um like a specific scene that I want to get done, right. um, I just find that to be more helpful. And I guess that only works if you've like outlined what you want to happen <laughs> and you know what's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's more helpful than just like trying to get to a word count because then I think you're yeah. also kind of like trying to force a certain number of words and mm-hmm. that doesn't... Exactly. When you're trying to force it, like I know that there's a delicate balance that is between like writing when you're inspired and writing to discipline yourself to do so but when you have to force it like a lot you know you're not really getting anything useful done but to go back to the point that you were asking connor about like what we consider focused writing yeah um for me personally i like i do take time to kind of outline but i don't usually outline plot a lot what i have is like an idea for kind of where I want my plot to go, but that will like figure itself out. What I spend a lot of time on because I'm a character driven author is on my characters. Like, mm. and it's not like, even if it's focused, it's not always going to be something that you're necessarily going to use. Like I put all of my characters, I take that D and D alignment quiz for all of my characters, <laughs> but I'm never actually going to use that. I'm not going to put my characters into that box. It's yeah. just going to kind of give me an idea. It gives me a chance to say, to think about my character, to think about how they would react to things. Mm-hmm. I'm never actually going to use it, but it's time that I spent focused on making sure that a key point of my story 
is working. And mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, you you know, you guys have other things to do for details or plot or characters or the same thing. So, like, those kinds of things I also consider, even though you're not necessarily writing, like, you kind of are because yeah. you're setting it up. Yeah. Um, at the same time, because you, you know, you can, for... For idea purposes, like, you can just put words on paper, like, whatever's in your head. But if you're actually trying to write something, like, you need to plan stuff yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, So, so yeah. like, do you guys do those kinds of things? Like, you know, you have certain techniques that you use to kind of plan things out? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I agree that, like, planning and outlining um, is definitely should count as focused writing because it's just as important as actually writing it because if you don't know what's going to happen... How are you going to write it? Mm-hmm. Um, I personally outline most of what's going to happen um, in the story. I have like a general idea of what's going to happen, and then as I get closer to the chapters, um, I'll like plan out more specifically what's happening in each part of the chapter. Um, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, I also do the D and D quizzes for like all of my characters. It just gets a better sense of like who they are and it makes them. Yeah, it kind of forces you I mean it sounds super dumb, but it forces you to sit there and say, how well do I know this character to mm-hmm. see if I can answer these kinds of questions for them. So tune in next week where we'll be talking about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a Dungeons and Dragons uh, writers version. Yes. Yep. Are you writing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> plots? Uh, that's so interesting because I'm not a fiction writer, so uh, I don't. I'm a nonfiction writer, which means that um, it's not necessarily figuring out uh, like. It's more ch- it's more choosing things that have happened and people and places and stuff rather than constructing. Mm-hmm. But there's always there's that's why it's creative nonfiction is you get to um, apply your brushstrokes to it. Um, but for me, a lot of the planning is in the certain details that I want to bring out. The certain character and setting and the structure is super important as well when I reveal certain information and and discuss certain things. So, yeah, it's super interesting. Uh, uh, I can just hear the difference between, like, I'm not taking character uh, tests for (laughs) the people that I know in my real life. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it's just a different way to approach it. Um... So, Tara, was was there a strategy that like you found like super, um, like you super agreed with, or you found really helpful through your through your research? Yeah, um, one thing that I've done before, but I don't do consistently enough, mm. is um, setting deadlines for myself. Okay. Because um, yeah. I find when I have a deadline, I, I'm just way more productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like for my senior year of high school, I wanted to write a book as my senior project. And um, I was very slow in the beginning, and then as the deadline approached, I wrote way more. Mm. Um, and then, like, over break, I set a deadline for myself that I wanted to get, like, so much done over break. Okay. And I was really productive then. So I think that's really smart. And then also having friends hold you accountable for that deadline yeah. or your goals um, is also really smart. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that uh, that touches back on our conversation last time about writer's block and how, and in, in the same way... Um, if you set deadlines for yourself and make those commitments to other people, that can push you over the hump yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Um, 
for me, I, I agree with both of you. I think that you know, um, setting deadlines for yourself, um, having a clear structure and outline of what you want to do is super important. Um, one thing that my article mentions was to, and I maybe one other was to make sure that you're staying physically active um, and like nurturing your whole body because I do think especially for me as a nonfiction writer like everything just like comes out of me I heard a interesting um, analogy once that my uh, nonfiction professor Heather Lemire uh, made she she had a friend who was doing yoga for the first time and she tried to get like her friend tried to get into like this downward dog position um, but her knees couldn't bend the right way. And she's a writer, too. And she said, oh, there's uh, a memory there that's holding me back. And she eventually figured it out, like what actually was causing her this tightness in this certain area. And it wasn't necessarily tied to that area. It was just how her brain processed things. It's, it's a strange thought, but um, thinking about that there's no real, to me at least, there's no disconnect between brain and body. So nurturing the body is also nurturing the brain and making sure that uh, if you're finding blocks within your creative process, then maybe there's some other aspect of life that you're not quite nurturing um, and taking that into account as well. And I mean, I write about my life, so that's kind of, that's kind of uh, indicative of that. I wanted to bring up that I... I don't necessarily disagree with your with your point uh, with the point that your article made on goals, Marissa. But I do think that there's a difference that a writer should be aware of between a goal for a piece and then a goal for themselves as a writer. Sorry, you're all good. Um, and I think. I, like, everyone needs to work with those goals. But one thing that I didn't see mentioned at all but between any of the pieces is um, having some type of goal for yourself as a writer. Instead of some type of goal for a piece, um, like, I want to get to this today, or I want to make sure that um, this deadline is done, or that I write this type of, in this genre this year, um, having a goal for yourself as a writer as to what kind of impact you want to make, who you want to speak to, um, what person you want to be, like who, how you want people to read your work, um, who you're speaking to, why, why is it important to you, sort of things. Well, I think that brings us back to a point that I wanted to bring up and kind of bring back from last week, you know, um, when we were talking about writer's block, what we talked a lot about was individuality. We talked about how it's different for each of us mm -hmm. and how because it's different for each of us and because we're all different people, we also have different ways of dealing with it, yeah. which brings us over to here. We're not all the same writer. Mm -hmm. If we were all the same writer, we wouldn't have a writing arts major because everyone would be tired of hearing what we had to say. <laughs> you know, if we didn't have fiction and nonfiction and poets and, you know, everything, no one would want to listen to us anymore. Um, so at the same time, something that I noticed in all of these articles, you know, however many different tips they had, all that they specified was 
a writer's routine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Just as though the writer is, like, this person, like, standing over here who has all of the qualities that we want in every single writer that we've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, right. Who will keep, like, the whole routine. Right. Who will exercise and wake up at 4 in the morning um, and then go swimming 13 times a day. Right. And then he'll write 3,000 words at night before he goes to sleep. And he'll mm. wake up in the morning and he'll put all his notes in his phone. Like, there is no writer mm-hmm. there are writers like mm-hmm. we're like you know i'm not gonna get the same things out of these articles that tara is tara's yeah. not gonna get the same things right. out of these articles that you are so one thing that we haven't really discussed yet is you know these things in general are all good advice but how do we right. take that advice and make it work for each of us individually yeah. how do we find out who we are as a writer and what kind of routine we want to mm-hmm. fit it into our lives and our own writing. I think that that's, I mean, you couldn't have segued well enough <laughs> into, uh, that's such a great point. And I think that that brings us to maybe our writing strategies, our writing habits that we have or don't have because it is completely individual and I think that that's so important to mention especially if um, our listeners want to go and check out these articles is that um, there's no checklist for to be a writer and once you do these things you're the good one right it's just uh, there's there's just becoming a, a, a better whatever like you can keep doing like there's it's always a process and there's no there's a, there can be a goal but that goal's for you it's individual and i agree that there there tends to be this like magnificent writer standing just over there that i just want to shake his hand and become uh but it's it's that's that's something that isn't realistic and that's why we have strategies that work for us um so what is what What's maybe like one or two things that you guys do is in terms of habits or strategies for writing? And also, if you don't have strategies, I think that's completely understandable. We're college students. Like, everything in our life is always up in the air. So, yeah. Um, I like to write at the same or around the same time um, every day if I'm writing every day um mm-hmm. and usually it's usually at night because oh. um, i just find that i'm more like creative mm-hmm. at night um and it's almost like a reward after the rest of the day has happened um i just get to like sit down with my laptop and write um and then i used to also keep a writing log which i found was kind of helpful not so much that i paid a lot of attention to like how many words or pages i would even written but mm-hmm. just that it was like a document that showed that i was writing every day um, and I think one of the articles mentioned um, someone had a streak and he just wrote every day because he didn't want to break the streak. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, kind of, it was kind of the same way with like my writing log. I didn't want to have a day where it just said zero because then I would be sad. So <laughs> it's definitely like a motivator. Wow. Yeah. What are you, um, I So I write because I enjoy it. Like this is not... Yeah. It's not probably, like, I don't want to be an author for the rest of my life. Like, it's something that I want to do creatively, like, but learn how to do it better, which is why I'm here, to learn yeah, how right. to do it better on the side. Um, but um, I'm kind of an ironic person. Like, I have, a, like, a 
super like I have like a, a I have a spreadsheet that's every 15 minutes of my life <laughs> for my school and work but when it comes to outside of that I'm totally chaotic I don't mm. keep routines so that applies to my writing I don't really mm. um I tend to fall into what a lot of writers will say is the bad habit of writing when I'm inspired but mm. not as much which I mentioned you know when we were talking about writer's block if I'm on break and all I'm doing is work, if I don't have any schoolwork filling out my brain, mm-hmm. I will write. Mm-hmm. I will write whenever I can. You will find me like curled up in my bed like this with my laptop, like sitting here, like just writing, tabbing, yep. you know, away forever. Um, but during during the semesters, definitely no yeah. routine whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, our that's what semesters do is disrupt, <laughs> yeah. basically any sort of. Uh, normal routine we might have so yeah and for me it's starting to become a morning habit I find that I'm most awake in the morning and actually um, it's different types of things different types of writing that I'll tackle at different points during the day so in the morning um, more like thought intensive or creative work gets done and then normally during the day I'm, I'm busy and if I have time to do some free writing then I will. And then sometimes before I go to bed as well, I'll um, work on some poetry or, or edit some, um, some work that I had written that day. So it's also one of, one of the articles, I think it was Matt's actually that mentioned this, is that writing is sort of an all-day thing that you can do. Even if you're not doing it, you can be thinking about it. So um, I kind of fall into that category. If, if I'm not thinking about it, or if I'm not doing it, I still believe that um, I'm, I can be in that focused state. Mm-hmm. And um, that might not look the same for me as other people. Like, uh, for me at least, it's just being aware because at any point what happens to me now could in fact in 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 fact in impact my writing so i'm always aware of that um so it doesn't really leave me i just walk through it in different points during the day so no definitely not like you're i agree with you like i'm constantly noticing people and their little tiny quirks like if they bite their fingernails or whatever and i'm like hmm Mm-hmm. Why doesn't my character have a quirk mm-hmm. yet kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. hmm, this is an interesting setting. Like, I'm constantly noticing things. So, you know, if you're a writer, you're never not writing. Like, these these articles, like, I feel like we have a tendency to kind of, like, self-shame ourselves yeah. when it comes to this. We're like, why don't you have a routine yet? Yeah. Tara, why haven't you sat down <laughs> and write a thousand words every day yet? Like, right. you know, that kind of a thing. Um, if you're a writer and... You know, whatever works for you, works for you. You know, you don't have to be, like, unless you want to be James Patterson, like, you're not going to be the next James Patterson. You're not uh-huh. going to churn out a novel every three or four weeks kind of a thing. So it's not, like, there's no rush to, like, get done, which mm-hmm. is kind of what these articles make you feel like, like, oh, I have to write that novel tomorrow. Right. And, like, you don't have to. You can just think about that character for the next 30 days or mm-hmm. whatever until, you know, you figure out that one thing that you were trying to do. So I agree with you. Like, yeah. just thinking about it is definitely something that I do all the time, which makes me feel a little bit better about yeah. my lack of routine. <laughs> um, but one thing I will say is when there's something around you that puts you, like, like into that creative zone, that's definitely, um, that's definitely like, helpful for getting you to write every day. So what I will say is, ironically, what happens is, like, 
you know how all of our teachers make us do, you know, like those free writes yeah. or whatever all the time? As soon as we do those free writes, my creative zone gets turned on, and then I want to go work on this other thing, but I can't because we're in the middle of class. So, like, the times that I'm most creative are often the times when I can't channel that. Yeah, interesting. I, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very individual thing. I think in the future, a good, another good um, topic for our podcast, because we kind of touched on this earlier, is what is a writer? Like who yeah, is that? Definitely. I think that that's a that's that's a topic, and you can come back to listen to that <laughs> in the future. Um, I think we basically covered everything. Um, yep. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Tara and Marissa, and Matt is in our hearts this <laughs> week. Um, yeah, tune in for our next podcast. But um, that's that's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>